Today's topic, how to turn your business ideas into a profitable book with Danny Blackner. Welcome to episode five. Get ready to discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smile Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile. Good morning. I am Joseph Paul Smile, the CEO of Smile Real Marketing Agency and your host for Smile Real Talks. Smile Real Talks is super laser focused at helping you discover yourself, grow your business and transform your world by connecting you to countless entrepreneurs, coaches, business experts and professionals that are well experienced in business, health or relationship matters. Today on Smiley Talks, we have Danny Blackner, and we'll be interviewing her on how you can turn your business ideas into a profitable book. So, Danny, you're very welcome. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Hi, Joseph. All right. Let me tell you a bit more about Danny. Danny Blackner is the founder of Conscious Dreams Publishing, best-selling author and book journey mentor who is passionate about inspiring and empowering artists to transform their stories, their messages, and powerful journeys into books of impact and influence. Her conscious dream is to ensure that her people's unseen images and unheard voices are portrayed positively on a global scale and that those stories are told by those who experience them. So, Danny, you're very welcome. Thank you. All right. So, before we go deep into this podcast today. I would love you to take us behind the scene. Tell us more about your discoveries, your phenomenal achievement. Huge. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, everything's really been a journey. Nothing's really happened overnight. So I set up Conscious News Publishing in 2016, officially, um, having published my own book in 2014. Uh, one accomplishment with that book was that after seeking traditional publishers and trying to go to the agents, route and do everything in the step-by-step process. Um, I actually set up my own publishing company, published it through Conscious Dreams Publishing. Uh, from there, went off to become a bestseller, mm-hmm. beating books like Steve Harvey's Think Like a Man, Act Like a Lady, um, and lots of other books as well um, in the love and relationships category. So that was a number one. Um, that was a real accomplishment for me. But what I really, really um, love about my job is that seeing the success of the book, we got quite a bit of press coverage. Um, it then meant that other people started gravitating towards me and asking me, how did you publish a book? Can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? And I was doing it you know, out of love and labor of love and then realized actually one of my um, skills, um, my other job, should we say, I, I am teaching background. Um, so teaching and mentoring is really important to me as is writing. That's my passion. So why not fuse those together and actually help people through the publishing process to create something that they've always wanted to. Uh, what I'm really proud of is that we've published over 50 authors over the last three years, um, 12 of which have become bestsellers. And it's just this idea of you know, providing a platform for unseen, unheard voices and allowing talent to shine that otherwise wouldn't have come to the fore. So that, that's a huge achievement for me um, and many more, many more to come. Um, on a personal level, I think the biggest achievement, uh, <laughs> another huge achievement um, is climbing Mount Kilimanjaro and actually getting to the top 5965. Um, so that, um, yeah, so that's how, that's how high it was. I would never do it again, but it was, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity, once in a lifetime um, attempt anyway. So yeah, they're my, they're my uh, achievements today, I would say. 
That's indeed great. Awesome. So before we get deep into this topic on how one can turn his or her idea into a book, into a selling book, okay, can you explain what publishing really means and the story behind why you got into publishing? What does publishing really mean? Interesting question. Um, it's funny because a lot of people seem to think that when they finish their manuscript, they print it out, they typed it up, then, you know, a button is pressed and then it's published. Ding, done. Um, to me, that's not publishing, that's printing. Publishing really, again, I call myself a book journey mentor because going on this book journey really is a journey. So it's planning it out from vision through to audience, through to how you're going to market your book. What's the cover going to look like? What about the interior design? What kind of paper do you want? Uh, what kind of thickness paper do you want? What kind of fonts do you want to use? What is your look and feel? How are you going to get into press? What sort of press are you going to contact? Are you going to start speaking on stage? How are you going to sell your book? So there's all these things, this bigger vision that people forget because they think publishing is literally just uploading files, printing them, and then that's it. Um, it hurts my soul when I speak to authors who have published, they, they might not have known what they, they were doing. They've published and literally just kind of churned a book out there and it's got lost on a, you know, an Amazon or Barnes and Noble shelf because they didn't plan for the bigger vision. So publishing really means, so publishing really means just really doing the groundwork, doing your research and, and making sure that you don't skip steps, go through that process, the editing process, the proofreading process, process, the typesetting process, the cover design, illustrations, the layout, sales, marketing, really work out all these different facets for you to be a successful published author. So I hope that makes sense. Great, great. I mean, personally, I, I must confess, I thought publishing was about just spread in the book or, you know, just share it. And that, that was all, you know, <laughs> but today I got to know more secret about publishing. So there's a big, big, big definition of publishing. Thank you for that. Thank you for that great answer. So writers have already started making that mistake. They believe publishing is just that, but aside that uh, mistake of having misconception about the true meaning of publishing, what other mistake have you noticed that a lot of writers make? Yeah, huge mistake. Um, not skipping skipping the process, skipping editing, scrimping, you know, not investing in in their dream and something that they really should be proud of. Writing a book is a, is a legacy. It's going to live way beyond you. So just use this time to get it right. There's been times I've spoken to people who, you know, they might publish it themselves due to, you know, not having the funds to um, hire a mentor or book coach or to, to approach a maybe they're not sure how to approach a publishing company. So people who just say, oh, yeah, I just got my friend to look at it or read through, or well, who's your friend? Are they an editor? But furthermore, are they a book editor? Because a book editor is completely different to a magazine editor. It's not just about reading over for typos and spelling and punctuation. It, it's, it's, there's so many different layers to editing. So it's not... Not skipping that stage. Don't cut corners because you'll regret it. A badly put-together book can do more damage than good for you, uh, than good than yeah do ma do more damage than good so um that's that be my number one don't scrimp on editing make sure you get it done properly um second one is again you know not really planning for the bigger vision thinking yeah i've got a book typing it up quickly uploading it gone it's out not not kind of 
investing in that crucial stage of building up the anticipation, building up your audience and your platform. Uh, another mistake authors make is not knowing who their audience are and, and believing that their book is for everyone. When I run, I offer free 30-minute consultations and quite often I speak to authors and I'll say, you know, who's your book for? Who's your target audience? And quite a lot of the time it's everyone. Well, your book's never for everyone. And I think that you do people a huge disservice, the people who need to read your book, you do them a huge disservice by saying that the book's for everyone. The clearer you can be on your audience and your reader, you know where they're going to be. How do you get the book in front of them? What are their likes? What are their dislikes? What are they struggling with? Where can you find them? How do you get your book in front of them? The more you learn, the more you know about your customer or your reader, the better service and the more value you can add to them. So there would be my three top three mistakes that authors make. Wow. 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 So any writer that's able to focus on who they want to impact that's awesome because a lot of writers truly make that mistake of <laughs> having a lot of people that want to reach out to at the same time. They are not laser focused. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, there are lots of ideas, you know, about and tools, a lot of ideas and tools that one can use to make a book turn into a gigantic challenge for most individuals. So what tools do you suggest entrepreneurs, you know, that probably don't have time to write books used to get their ideas down and turn it into a selling book? Well, first out, first of all, you know, work out your time, allocate time to your book. So um, one of our workshops, we, we've um, get some of our authors to write down what they're doing every hour, every day from five in the morning through to 11, not 11, I think it's through till midnight. What are you doing each hour recording? When do you sleep? When do you eat? What's your routine? Um, and all the free time is kind of blocked out in a different color. And it's amazing to see how much actual free time we have, even though we think we're really busy. So it's just finding those pockets of time and creating a routine and finding out when our peak is. Uh, I know for me, um, sitting down and being creative at four o'clock is not going to work. That's not when my creativity is there. I'm really creative first thing in the morning. I'm really creative at like <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, you know, 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock. Um, that don't even think, don't even ask me to do anything creative. So <laughs> um, really know when your, your peak working time is and, and really be clear about what time you have available. Um, and just research your field. Research what other books are there out there. You know, you're an entrepreneur. If your books are for other entrepreneurs, you don't want to be writing a big, thick book. You want quick books they can pick up, grasp the information. What's your why? What's your message? What sells? What's out there already? Learn from existing authors. Learn from their journeys. Learn from... Um, you know, seeing the mistakes that they might make in terms of their branding, their marketing, and also look at what does well. Look at, you know, what are the top 10 books in your genre in that particular, you know, best set in that, in, what are the top best selling books in your particular genre and what do they have in common? So just do your research. That, that would be my top tips, I would say. Thinking about research, you know, um, a lot of people believe that other people have written what they want to write about. So how can you advise those with this sort of mindset to change it? What would you have to tell them? It was such mindset that other people have written what they want to write about. Right. Yeah, I get it. Um, well, I mean, how many books are there on parenting? How many books are there on nutrition and you know, health and wellness? There's an untold amount in the saturated 
market, isn't it? But my belief is, this is why I always say to authors, it's not what you're selling. It's not what your business is. It's not what your service is. It's not what your book is. It's who are you as a person and what has drawn you to write this book? What inspired you to write this book? What makes you different? What makes you unique? How can you inject your personal story into um, a book about self-development? or a book about, you know, cooking or food, how can you use your own journey, your own experience? No one can ever quite tell your story the way that you can or share your experience the way that you can. We're all completely individual. We're not identical. So, yes, we can speak on the same things about how I might tell a story or how I might share a message. It's going to be completely different to, um, I don't know, Bob, who's going to be sharing a very similar message. So don't be put off by the fact that someone else has written a business book. Of course, there's going to be, it's going to be untold amounts of business books or, or books that are in your particular genre. It's how you do it, what makes you stand out, what makes you different. Great, great. Standing out. The publishing industry has just gone beyond hard copy books. And, you know, a lot of people don't, you know, we are still in the age of hard copy books. So how can one go into, you know, go about publishing on the internet and, what are the steps to be taken? You know, the internet, you know, has probably gotten its regulations and rules, just like the publishing and industries have their rules. So, you know, the internet also have its publishing rules. So what are these rules and how can you leverage, you know, using the internet community for publishing new books? Um, rules. Uh, when I don't... I- I don't really, I can't speak for every single publishing platform because I know you've got different things like Wattpad and lots of different platforms that people are using um, out there to upload excerpts of books or published work. Or, um, but certainly um, in terms of publishing a book, um, a traditionally published book or a book um, published independently, there are a number of rules. One of them is obviously plagiarism. To, um, who holds the rights to the book? You've got to hold the rights to the book. Um, on KDP, Amazon, for example, you have the option to choose whether or not your book can be shared or lent. Um, sometimes there's, there's absolutely nothing you can do um, about people pirating your books, um, your um, PDFs, for example. But I'm, I'm not... I'm not particularly familiar with all the different stringent rules. I mean, it's always been pretty straightforward. We have the files for a book. The author holds the copyright. It's all done professionally. It's then uploaded. Um, and that's, that's really it, really. We do book, we do um, ebooks, there's different formats. We've got EPUB, Mobi, which is Kindle, and um, paperback books as well. I'm not sure if that answers your question. Um, but are you asking about piracy laws, and is that what you're you're asking me? Yeah, the rules. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not 100 sure about how you can um, protect yourself from um, your book okay. being uploaded um, PDF wise, for example. But certainly, if you have um, your book and it's uh, you've got a copyright sign on it or you've got your copyright disclaimer that nobody has the right to distribute or to copy portions of your book without your permission. But I, I know the incidents where 
people have, you know, like DVD, you know, you get the pirate DVDs. Um, sometimes, sadly, that does happen to books. And it's, uh, from my knowledge and what I've heard, so it's not happened to us, that it's, it's very hard to, to um, sort that, nip that in the bud, if that makes sense. Though I was about to talk about the piracy then because a lot of companies, I mean, publishing industries, they just can't control it. I mean, they can't control it. So, but on, on and, and get advising us, how can one specifically protect his or her book, you know, in their locale, apart from the internet? In terms of the, the copyright with a disclaimer at the front. So uh, making sure that you own, you own the rights to your book, make sure that that's stated in the disclaimer. Um, also, sorry, yeah, make sure that that's stated in the disclaimer, but it's like it's like anything, you know. Once, once your book is out there, um, just get yourself a good lawyer, get yourself a good solicitor, as long as you can prove that that is your original work, and obviously you can because you are protected once you have that copyright page in place. I'm not, I can't offer legal advice for my position as a publisher. Okay, okay. Great. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay. Now, can you guide us on the steps needed to write, publish, and launch a book? A step-by-step -step guide. Um, well, we work with authors who finish their first draft. That's normally the starting point. Although I do have a workshop called The Power of Your Story, which is starting on um, the 13th of July, 21st, and then the 27th. Awesome. So, um, yeah, during that workshop, each day is focused on a different aspect of the book journey. So it's not about teaching publishing because the books haven't been, the books aren't finished. It's looking at different aspects of the journey. Um, so one of those sessions... It's about how to structure your book. So really help women on that course to find out what their why is, what their message is. Really important to find out exactly who their audience are. And then from that, um, they get their, their structure in place. So maybe they have 10 chapter headings written down with their bullet points. What's going to be included in each chapter? They literally just do the outline for their book. Um, they teach people how to write. Um, it's really hard because for me, Writing is my absolute love. It's my passion. I've, I've been writing since I was about three, four. It's it's something that I, it's to me it's like breathing, but it's not something that I can necessarily teach because it comes from here as opposed to from here. If that makes sense, so we do we do teach an element of how to structure your book, definitely. Um, and the second part to your question was the publishing. Pro what, what did you ask me about the publishing process? I was asking the step by step the publishing. Step by step. Well, you have to come on my course. You have to come and get my online course. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> to break it down, obviously, once you've once you've written your book, um, make sure you find um, a good mentor, a good publishing company such as myself, who can guide you through that process. Um, find the platform that you want to use and distribute your book. Um, for me, I use Ingram Spark. They are literally professional. They don't restrict you to just one platform. They distribute your book to over 39,000 online retailers. The quality of the book is great. Um, and it's just really easy to manage. And you know, as an author, it's a lot more empowering. You can track your sales, track your royalties. So we use that um, platform. 
um, the first layer really once you received a manuscript in 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 a word is the edit so if it's a fiction book then you might need a content edit, edit or a developmental edit which is it goes into the kind of deeper workings of the book so how's it structured what can be taken out can this be moved here can you play around with the plot a bit do we need to have a reveal here or some hints and tips there so it kind of delves deeper into the book and then you've got copywriting copy editing sorry which looks at citations fact checking consistency flow and then the third level is proofreading which is all about you know <laughs> get your spag spelling punctuation and grammar um, after that point, we look at the interior design of the book, the interior layout. So we might show um, our author some different versions of layouts they can choose from or some different fonts or get them to send us points of references to books that they like the look of. So we then typeset the book. Um, we'll do any illustrations, cover design, um, do a bit of file formatting, which is way too boring to talk you through right now. Uh, we'll create the ebook um, and then we upload them onto the system, um, both the ebook and the paperback book. And obviously, throughout, while we're kind of creating the whole publishing process, going through those stages, we're also working out marketing strategies how we're going to promote it, how much is a book going to be, what about the book launch? There's all these, again, all these different branches that, that fall off these bits as well we also do a bit of work to help authors get into physical bookstores which is very different to being on an online bookstore we've managed to get quite a few of our authors into bookstores which is quite exciting and um, so we also um, work on doing that during the publishing process too wow wow it's a huge process i would say you being a you know a best-selling author can you tell us about your first book and how you built the idea and turned it into a selling book. Interesting. Okay, so my first book is, it's actually here. Okay, so it's called Mr. Wrong. Um, I actually started off writing a children's book. That's right. My heart really was in that. It's a young adult book. Um, But this came to me. This this was so easy to write and it was at the right time. So it started in 2012, I think. Where are you meeting, you know, these potential suitors? What's going on? There's, there's always something that's just not quite right. And I said to myself, right, if I meet another one, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write a book. I met one more. Um, so the book really the purpose of the book is to unite inspire and empower women by giving them a platform to share their story but also to self-discover so although it's a bit tongue-in-cheek and it's called Mr. Wrong it's really about looking at ourselves as women so are we Mrs. Right for ourselves Um, there are so many books out there relationship books that tell us as women how to be how to behave what to say what to dress how to dress how to play games in order to get a man, but nothing that told us how to truly value ourselves, how to understand our needs and our own wants, how to understand how to express that, how to understand the power of intention, the power of forgiveness, the power of looking at repeated patterns and learning from them. So I wanted to create something where we could share our stories and to learn through not just our stories, but each other's stories. And there's some reflection points in there. There's some exercises. There's, you know, funny dating disaster stories, um, ranging from tongue-in-cheek um, funny dating disaster stories to serious stories of overcoming abuse, as well as success stories and stories from men as well. So I was really passionate about getting this out because I really wanted to make sure that I did these women's stories justice and the, the men's stories in there as well, because I think that 
there's a dialogue to be had between the sexes about what makes a healthy relationship. And I think far too often we are told to not share and to keep things in and to keep going. And actually this is a, a huge, huge, um, I think this is a huge um, contribution to um, the mess that some of us are in, <laughs> if that makes sense, hopefully. It sure does. Wow. Wow. <laughs> What's the title of the book again? Oh, so it's called Mr. Wrong. Mr. Wrong. It's not a man bashing book. It's about just exploring within. I believe that if we keep on attracting the same sort of instances, the same sort of situations, the same sort of circumstances, the same sort of people, then we need to start looking within at what those limiting belief systems that we have inside yeah. are and to challenge them and to change them and find out um, where they came from that allow us to keep attracting the same sort of vibration. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before I go to the last question for today, I would love you to tell us what is that one book, movie, or even experience that you can share with Smiley Talk listeners that motivated you to be where you are today, maybe in writing, in your personal relationship? What's that one book or movie, whatever experience that helped push you to that level? What was that one book, life instance, or experience? There isn't just one. I wouldn't say that suddenly, like I said, everything's a gradual process. There wasn't like a specific a specific book that I've read that's kind of given birth to uh, okay. all of this. I would say it's a continuing learning experience, um, continual intake of books. Um, it's... It's more just a passion I have. I enjoy all sorts of books from poetry to children's fiction to young adults, uh, just getting into sci-fi now, to development books um, are quite powerful. Some of my favorite authors actually are, oh, I don't want to start naming them because, again, I'm narrowing, it, I'm narrowing it too much. But I'm inspired by authors like uh, Tony Morrison, by Ayanna Van Sant, by um, Alice Walker, Maya Angelou, without doubt, Ben Opry, um, J.K. Rowling. So a mixture of just always being genuinely excited by books from a very young age. But I would say what really drives me to do what I do is, I mean, I work with women from all over the world, all different backgrounds, faiths, races, ethnicities, everything. Um, I work with men as well, but we're very women-centered. But I'm very passionate about making sure that unseen, unheard voices are here and heard and they're seen, um, giving them space and a platform to shine and to inspire and empower others through sharing our stories. I feel that quite often, um, I mean, I just throw a statistic out there, uh, the number of, I mean, I'm based in the UK, so the number of um, BAM, BAME books, which is known as Black and Minority, minority Ethnic um, books, um, so in children's fiction, there is 1% of BAME protagonists, 1%. I have a huge, we should all be, we should all have a huge issue with that. Young children growing up, not seeing representations of themselves. What that does is it tells them subconsciously that they don't matter. They're not important. So I'm passionate about creating books that have positive images of, of us, of black, Asian and 
minorities. Um, I'm trying to find some other books here. We go. Another children's book where they're not just classed as black books or you know BM BM BA. I can't even say it. Bay books, but known as just a beautiful book. You know, we're all so different. We're all you know, we all come from different backgrounds, races, faiths, beliefs, values, but there is a universal story that's that's threads throughout all of us to celebrate our differences and similarities and have a space where we can share our stories without being pigeonholed. Um, So that's really what I'm about. I'm I'm very passionate about making sure that these stories that often get hidden or are buried or aren't given the opportunity to be seen and to be heard to get out there on a wider scale. Awesome. So um, before I wrap up the entire podcast for today, I'd love you to tell us, though you mentioned already that you do the training, but I would love you to tell us more about your profession, your business, and give us links to your trainings so that some of our listeners that are interested in you know, signing up can jump right in. Okay, fantastic. All right, so my business is called Conscious Dreams Publishing. We work with authors from all over the world and help them to get their powerful messages and stories out there on a global scale. We provide mentoring and publishing services. We also help people to um, to um, organize their book launches. You'll see behind me are just some of the 50 books that we've published over the last three years. I'm absolutely passionate about what we do. We're about empowering authors so you're in 100% control of your book. You get 100% royalties. That book is yours. Um, so we also run a workshop called The Power of Your Story. So if you're based in the UK, if you want to come to the UK or London specifically for this, um, I don't know if I could drop links, but I can say it to you. It's called The Power of Your Story. It starts on the 13th of July. The link is www.tinyurl.com forward slash capital C-D-P, small letters, power story two. Um, I'm also offering free 30-minute consultations. So if you would like to talk through your book, you don't have to have finished it. It might even just be a seed of an idea. So if you'd like some clarity and help with your vision, I'm also offering that as well. You can book one at www.tinyurl.com forward slash consultations 2019. My website is www.consciousdreamspublishing.com. Feel free to um, drop us an email, send me a message. Very happy to connect with you. Thank you so much. I must say we are super grateful, all the entire Smarry Talk listeners. We're super grateful to have you on our podcast today. We look forward to having you on more of our podcast. So I believe there might be having questions and we will just compile the questions and forward them to you. So thank you so much, Blackna. It was great having you on. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joseph. I appreciate that. Have a lovely evening. Discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smiley Talks with your host, Joseph Paul Smile.